This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour, coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studio and online at theticketfm.com. All right, welcome into Ticket Weeknights. This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour. I am Harrison Arns running the board. We have special guests in here, Tracy and Dean Way, as well as Audrey as well, um, all involved with teammates. So again, if you guys want to join the conversation, Sarger Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Like I said, it's a full show ahead going all the way up until 7 o'clock. Um, if you want to put a face to the voice, we're also streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch as well. So multiple ways you guys can catch the show um, and join along the conversation. Uh, roads are slick today as well, so definitely drive safe. Luckily, everyone made it here today, and uh, no fender benders to be had. But uh, how are you guys doing today? Great, thanks. Doing well, thank you. Excellent. Absolutely. And if you guys just want to pull the mics a little bit closer to whatever's comfortable for you, that way we can get all situated here. Um, but I'll go ahead and go ahead and start with you, Audrey. Um, I, you're a big part of the process. I know when it comes to matching their mentors and mentees, um, and obviously we'll dive into Dean and Tracy here because they've been a part of that for a long time and have had multiple mentees. Um, so with your role, uh, when it comes to matching your mentors and mentees, it seems like there's been a lot of success stories with how many people continue to find, um, you know, once their mentee graduates, they go back and they find another mentee and that process starts all over again. So yeah. when you're doing that role, what are we all looking at and kind of how do you start that process? Yeah. So that's, that's a great question. I think a lot of people who are thinking about becoming teammates have mm-hmm. that question. So I'm glad you asked it. Um, and so it's a really simple process. Once you apply and go through training, then we have what's called a preference form. And that is filled out. It tells us all of your interests. So if you like hip hop, if you <laughs> like to play pickleball, mm-hmm. anything like that, anything that makes you you, we want to know that. And that helps us to find a really good match for you. Um, and so we actually have people at every building that make the matches with the mentee and they know their students really well mm-hmm. they know the interests that the students have um, and so it's it just they can make a really solid match um, and because of that we do have a lot of mentors that return to those same facilitators mm-hmm. they built a relationship they have a relationship with the school um, sometimes we have past teachers who want to go back to that school because that's where they taught which I know is Tracy's story mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah, so we're pretty open. Um, sometimes mentors are like, hey, I really want to start with elementary. I love the idea of growing with them with, for mm-hmm. 10 years. And sometimes they're like, give me a sophomore in high school and we can make both of those things happen. So um, it's pretty flexible. We just really want to make the best uh, the best fit for the mentor and also find the best mentor for the student. Uh, I mean, just out of curiosity, um, you said there's sometimes people like starting the process early and some people maybe a little later um, for the mentee. Uh, what's that normal age group? Where do you have the most amount of mentees wanting to find a mentor? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, we really have it all over the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I I personally love mentoring at middle school, and I always try to get a ton of mentors to the middle school um, it's a tough age. time for a lot of people. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. And I feel like um, you have matches that are just – you know, students that are just getting a mentor for the first time. Mm -hmm. And you have students that maybe, um, especially with college students, they graduate after four years and then they, they move and those, then that student doesn't have their mentor anymore. And so I think you have kind of both ends in middle school, but I also think it's a time where you're really figuring yourself out 
and what better way like what better time to have a mentor to be able to have those conversations with and help explore your identity and your strengths. Absolutely. Um, so I, I kind of want to switch the conversation here a little bit. And I'll, I'll go to you, Tracy. Um, so you started in 2012. You've been in it now for over 10 years. So what was that first step? You know, where did you hear about teammates, um, whether word of mouth or maybe you heard an ad right here on 93.7 The Ticket? Uh, where did you kind of first hear about teammates? And then what was it that stuck out that made you want to participate in it as well? Well, um, my husband, not my husband at the t- well, yeah, we, we were married at that time, but you had told me about teammates before we got married, and I had um, a student who had a really hard family situation, mm-hmm. and I said, I want to be her teammate because we had connected, and then she ended up transferring schools, and I'd done all the paperwork, and they said, well, would you like to be a teammate still to somebody else? And I said, sure, why not? (laughs) And so then I've been doing it ever since, and it was just a, it's been a fun experience, and every match is a little different, but yeah. um, And I even heard that uh, one of your mentees has also become a teammate's mentor now as well. I didn't know that. Okay. So there's there's a little bit of confusion. Okay. <laughs> there's two people that have very, very similar names that happen to be the same age. Oh, no One way. of them is a mentor and one of them is your previous mentee. Oh. Emily and I, so Emily is in our office. You've heard her on the ticket before. She and I were trying to figure out this riddle. So it is not, in fact, <laughs> Okay, just the name situation going on there. <laughs> It's the weirdest thing, but yes, it's, we thought it was the same because it was so close, but well, not yet. That is, <laughs> that is a pattern that you see quite a bit, right? Don't you, do you see, um, mentees, you know, oftentimes try to become mentors later down the road? Oh yeah. Um, so we actually do scholarships, um, during a student senior year. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions is, you know, how has teammates impacted your life and what, do you hope to give back in the future? And we always have students that say, I would love to be a mentor for a young person because the impact it made on me, I want to be that impact on someone else. And so we do see previous mentees that become mentors and they're fabulous at it. Yeah, I'd imagine you know the ropes a little bit at yeah. that point as well. <laughs> kind of got the drill down. <laughs> uh, so Dean, I'll kind of switch back to you. Um, since it seems like Tracy kind of got started as a result of you, being you know involved in teammates you know you've been involved since 2004 what was kind of how'd you hear about it and what made you want to get involved well i had heard about it um through you know coach osborne i guess i uh, <clears throat> uh where i went to church uh he he does also and he spoke about it quite a bit and uh i thought about it but i never really did anything mm-hmm. until um you know, my, my first wife, you know, passed away and I had two boys and my 11 year old, one day we were sitting in church and, and hearing a presentation about teammates. And he looked at me and he said, okay, what's your excuse now? You know, <laughs> he says, you really don't have any, you know, why can't you do it? You don't really have any excuses, do you? And I, I said, you know, Chris, I guess you're right. So, um, that's how I started. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was, well, you said 2004. Um, and I've had, uh, I've you know been doing it ever since. So I had about a year and a half break in there after my first mentee. Um, but that's, that's the only kind of downtime I've had. Oh, okay, and then after that year and a half, what was it that you're like, okay, I'm ready to get back into this? It was just, you know, my, 
the first mentee I had, uh, we got matched in, in middle school and um, we were together for about three years and then he moved away. And it was a combination of my job pressures and things that I kind of decided to take a step back and and then um, you know I kind of missed it and I, it, it made sense for me to get back into it I thought so absolutely it's cool that you had Osborne I, I, I'm always you know kind of astonished it feels like teammates has been around forever uh, but you kind of go back and you, you realize that it used to be just you know the athletes at the time and then it just keep branching out and now you have people um, I think last week someone had been doing it for 24 years uh, I mean we just have some people just really dedicated and then you, I mean you two combined have about almost 10 mentees under your belt alone yeah. and um, you just have no idea you know what kind of influence they're going to have in the future um, so I'll, I'll kind of switch back to you Audrey because yeah. when being a mentor uh, there's a lot of trepidation for people they feel like they're going to have to maybe help the kid with the homework you know maybe <laughs> do all these things so what do you what are you really asking from the mentors um, another great question. So one of the things you'll learn in training is that mentors don't have to be great at fifth grade math. They don't know how to do chem they don't have to know how to do chemistry and whatever. And if they like to do those things, great. We can find you a mentee mm -hmm. that does as well. Um, but you are not their tutor. You are not their teacher. That's what the school staff is there for. The school staff is there to take care of academics. You're there to listen. You're there to enjoy yourself, play a game, learn a new basketball trick, you know, like there's so <laughs> many things you can learn. Um, but because of that undivided attention, because of that listening ear, that trusting relationship, we see academic improvement. So I think sometimes people get confused and think, oh, well, teammates are coming in and they're improving grades. So they must be like tutors. No, we come in just by being a person in their life, a consistent person in their life, and that enhances their academic achievements. So better grades, better attendance, less discipline referrals, um, and just greater hope. That's my biggest takeaway from mentoring is the hope that you can build in a student is huge. Yeah, and uh, like you said, um, I, I definitely agree with earlier at the beginning, you said those middle schoolers. Like, I just remember going through <laughs> middle school, you looked at my hair the wrong way. You know, I might go cry in the bathroom for a little bit. It's like, <laughs> you know, middle school age, you're going through so much. So I have those mentees or mentors there. Um, it's just, it makes such a huge difference. So is there any, because like you, you're part of the matchmaking process. And I imagine a big part of that is identifying um, people of maybe even diversity, male, female, just simple things. Are there any groups that you're really lacking in <laughs> that we could use? Um, men. <laughs> if I could grow a tree that like grew male mentors, we'd be set because then I could pluck it off and it to all the schools. <laughs> I would say every school has a male student that needs a mentor. Um, we, we just, we, we do match female to female, male to male. Um, and kind of understandably, so <laughs> we get a lot more females, um, than we do males, but there are so many men male students that either don't have a male figure in their life and they really could benefit from having that person in their life. Um, or maybe they just have these skills they want to develop that they don't talk about a lot at home or someone that can show them the path. And when you have that male to male connection, it's just different than when you have a mom coming in or her grandma coming in. Yeah. Cause so, you, you want to see yourself in the mentor I'd imagine, right? Yeah. Like if that's your mentor, you, you maybe you hope there's some things you aspire that you can, you know, uh, be on the same page on and yeah. if it's simple as just you know being another guy guys just can relate to each other or girls can relate to each other in different ways well and so i mean as you're bringing that up another big population that we need is we need mentors of color like i have a student waiting over at y song who um 
dad is not the same race as him. Mm -hmm. And so the student really wants a mentor of color. There's things that he can talk about with that mentor that he can't have that same conversation with his dad just because of race. And so I think there's a big number of students on our wait list that would really benefit to have a mentor that was Native American, Hispanic, African American, um, just to relate with them on the culture and on, you know, their background. Absolutely. So uh, males and then person, people of diversity as well. So again, if you guys want to join the conversation, sort of Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Uh, and I tell you what, if you even send a screenshot that you're on the teammates website, which is where can they find you? LincolnTeammates.org. LincolnTeammates.org. If you send a screenshot that you're signing up or even just asking questions, I'm sure DP will throw a t-shirt in there for you as well. Because um, there's no problem as having too many mentors. It's always a good thing, as DP always said. So I'll kind of switch back to Dean and Tracy here. Um, so those first teammate that you had, that very first mentee, you know, was there any trepidation on those first few meetings when you're trying to figure out? Because, I mean, you imagine, I, were they both young when you guys both started? No, uh, my mentee, I think, was a sophomore. Sophomore, and, okay. And um, she, you know, said, oh, I want to learn how to knit. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm going, I, I teach sewing, and I'm not good at knitting or crocheting. And sad to say, as a FCS teacher, but anyway, <laughs> um, I can't do it very well. And it was just like, and I went, okay, well, we'll try to learn this together. And then we played with it for a while, and then she goes, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, and I was just like, oh, good. Because I was... But, you know, it's just one of those things I think it you get more and more at ease once you've built that relationship with him. But that a first meeting, it's just kind of like, oh, you know, what mm -hmm. what are their interests and what really concerns them? And But it's just fun, you know, getting to catch up with him. And I remember one of my teammates, it was just like, I felt like she listened to me just as much as I listened to her because there were just a lot of things going on at that time. And I went, <laughs> oh, wow, you're just a great friend to have. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's just fun when you get to that point that you can really have that in-depth conversation with them. And then how long, you know, does that usually take? I imagine there's kind of a timetable. Um, for every kid's a little different, but I know most kids are not going to trust you day one. It takes a little bit right. to open up. So how far along the road, um, those conversations, conversations really start to happen. Not that you're forcing them by any means, but organically. I think it just depends on what the kid's going through. And sometimes they open up to you sooner because they're going through a lot and mm -hmm. you're just like, Oh, here's a trusted adult that I can talk to. But, um, and it might depend like in, in that particular teammates situation I had met had that student as a teacher you know as a, she was one of my students and so I had already built rapport and she, we already kind of knew each other coming into it and then when we became teammates it was just like a lot faster movement mm -hmm. um, because we had that prior relationship but it does take time it's like you don't meet a stranger on the street and start telling them unless they're <laughs> going to think you're kind of weird if you start going these are all my issues <laughs> they get like oh let me push that elevator button a little faster because i don't want to have this in-depth in conversation absolutely so. um so then dean what about you you go back to 2004 osborne has had <laughs> a great pitch you're convinced you're sold so what was that first meeting with your mentee like? I'd like to know what Dean looked like in 2004. 
Uh, my hair probably wasn't as white. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, um, I, I remember my mentee well. I don't remember our first meeting extremely well. But Even just a great early memory that you may have from him. Yeah, I think, he, well, he uh, he had a really good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And he kind of liked to think of himself as, as a class clown type. <laughs> so um, I, I only recall, you know, after meeting with him two or three times, he seemed to feel pretty comfortable with me and vice versa. And we liked, we played games a lot. Um, Battleship was one I remember that he <laughs> he liked to play Battleship, so so uh, we we played uh, many a game of Battleship uh, yeah. in the library. Can't so. beat the classics, right? I hear that right. one a lot. Um, even uh, oh, what's the other one? I can't I can't believe Tick or uh, Connect Four. There you go. There's oh, the other Connect, one. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just the classics. Those are always huge ones. Uh, Uno is yep. huge yep. too. Like I see so many matches playing Uno that have been together for you know five six upwards years and i say oh so is uno your favorite or is there other games you've tried nope we always come back to uno like just the classic <laughs> and the, and it's fun i might not try that on day one because that game can get pretty violent <laughs> <laughs> you start getting plus four guards you know over and over again well, it depends <laughs> if you play killer uno where you stack them because then it's pretty cutthroat oh my goodness it's not <laughs> cutthroat uh, so before we go to break here i know teammates Um, they have ideas for things that mentors and mentees can do. So uh, do you have anything coming up right now or even events in the past that have gone really well for you guys? Yeah, we we have a lot of things coming up. Actually, this spring is loaded. Um, We always have activity ideas on our website. Every month we do a community service project. Um, So there's lots of activity ideas right there at fingertips. Um, But then twice a year, we also do what are called connection academies. And so it's a time after school, but at a school location, like a district office Mm -hmm. or something like that, um, where mentors and mentees can come in and learn activity ideas. They can get a meal and just kind of be outside of that normal school day mix it up a little bit, meet other matches. Um, so we have one of those coming up on March 2nd. Um, that'll be really fun. We're partnering with different community agencies like Make It Take It and um, Hobby Town and just great partners like that. Um, and then we also have our first ever community service project event coming up on the 15th of April, um, which is for matches to come together and actually work on service projects all together with other teammates rather than us sending it to the school like we do every month. Um, this is taking the place of that in April and should be fun. We're going to make like dog biscuits and tie blankets <laughs> and things that our office can't easily send to the schools. We're going to do all of that together in that space. Um, so just matches having fun and doing good for the community. Absolutely. And uh, we got to go throw it to break here. But like she said, you, you can see all the events these guys throw and put together. Um, you also have to remember that, you know, they fund themselves. So again, LincolnTeammates.org, if you guys really appreciate, you know, what they do, the, the community here at here every, you know, every Wednesday, uh, the great work that they do, but it, it's a lot and they, they have to push this thing forward. Um, but they have to come up, you know, with the money themselves. So at the same time, so there's a lot of ways to help these guys out and they do a lot of great work in this community and uh, you can see it continue to grow. So we'll throw it to break here. Uh, but again, I'm Harrison Arns. We're here with Dean and Tracy Way and Audrey as well. We'll be back on 93.7 The Ticket, Teammates Mentoring Hour, right after this break. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 